Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rise Tribe podcast with the beautiful Sam, as always. Say hello, Sam. Hello, everyone. Lovely to be here. And we have our most incredible guest, Shakti. How incredible to have Shakti. We were just saying how uh, the last time the three of us were together, we were literally dancing on a beach in Thailand. (laughs) And that was back in 2017, 2018. So... Yeah, it's just a real a real privilege to just be back together. So Shakti, oh my goodness, what is she up to? Um, natural health, Pilates, um, heart circles, real spiritual soul. And we are really excited for you to hear from her. So Shakti, welcome to Rice Tribe podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I feel such a connection with both of you. I think because of how we met and everything mm. and... Yeah, I just I've been ro- lo- lovely. In- I love. I've been lovely enjoying. That doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> I've been really enjoying following both of your journeys in the last few years. It's been really mm. lovely to see how things Thank have evolved yeah. and how we've all, you know, all of us in this work. And I've been in this work for a long, long time, and just watching how things have changed throughout the last, especially three years. Yeah, it's been it's been incredible. I've got goosebumps as I say that because it's just been so powerful. So I think that's where we need to go, isn't it? If the goosebumps yeah. are coming up, we need to go there. So Shakti, talk yes. us through where were you like three years ago? What's what's significantly happened for you? I mean, it's been a bit chaotic anyway, but what's gone on for yeah. you? In a, in a nutshell, and I'm going to talk more about this because I do believe the way that we are going is more and more and more authenticity. Mm. Like this is where we are going and we can't get away with anything anymore on any level, <laughs> whether it's, you know, political. When I'm speaking truth and some people say, oh, what's your truth is not my truth. But those who will understand what I'm saying right now will really resonate with there is a truth that is bigger than who we are. Mm. And when we are courageous enough to let go of the narrative of how we think things should be, I want to cry now. When we let go of how things, how we think things should be and just surrender and trust in what is happening through us, then there is this higher frequency, this all-encompassing God consciousness, God, higher self, Mother Earth, whatever you want to call that that energy, that is, is so much bigger than who we are. Once we choose to surrender to that truth, we really start to see our lives go with the flow. And, and that is what I call truth yeah and the acknowledging that because we are here in a physical body we came here to experience polarity to experience duality and so for me the three years ago started off offering meditations online offering heart circles supporting people realizing that humanity was now waking up to the truth Mm. and the the drama I've been banging for so many decades 
I mean, yes, it took me a few weeks. My sister still laughs. You were cleaning your shopping. Yes, I went through a few weeks before I registered <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> Jack, I, I, cannot, I cannot believe you were cleaning your... Well, your there was an element of... Uh, it took me three or four weeks. I came back yeah. from Bali with a horrendous cough. I had to come back mm. because it was all kicking off. I was in Bali for Chinese New Year. You know, I was spending... Not for Chinese New Year, but I was spending my winter out there as I have done for 10 years, all through my 50s, mm-hmm. I was in Thailand and Bali every winter. Yeah, And I had to come back. And no one really knew what was going on. When I arrived at Heathrow Airport, I assumed we would all be, you know, sort of, it was so like, oh my God, what is going on? Mm. You know, Chinese people were dropping down dead or whatever. And it was like, what the hell's going on? I thought I'd arrive in Heathrow. I thought we would be ushered out into a special room and tested and you know, I thought all this stuff and it, and it wasn't. And I came home and because I had this terrible cough, I'd been ill in Bali. Uh, I decided purely out of a natural response to self-isolate. Mm-hmm. And, and literally within days, um, you know, things kicked off. And I remember getting in my car <laughs> and going to Tesco's in Hatfield, which was a 24 hour because I tried to get some food and you couldn't get anything. Things were sold out. And so at this stage, like, and I just got a puppy, literally like that week I got a puppy and things, you look, I mean, everyone's got their story, but it's, it's yeah. really nice to recount what happened because yeah. I remember getting up about 4.30 in the morning and driving in the pitch black with my little puppy and thinking I was literally in the apocalypse. I mean, it was just great. <laughs> and the reason I was going to Tesco's was to get some paracetamol because I'd got this strange thing and I'd heard you can't get paracetamol anywhere. And I'd heard you must have paracetamol in case this thing gets you. <laughs> so I went into this great big Tesco's and I got there about five o'clock in the morning and everything was very spooky. And I got in there and there were like, hundreds of people in the queue wow. with with trolleys filled with toilet paper, toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I ain't standing here with these lunatics <laughs> waiting to buy two packets of paracetamol mm. so I'm afraid I actually stole the paracetamol because things were just so weird I thought I only want some paracetamol the queues were like 10 deep yeah I mean it was insane so I think that was a bit of a like a bit of a shock (laughs) to the system but when I did realize what was going on it was my friend who's a naturopath in Harley Street she started saying it's a load of rubbish you know so I went through this phase of feeling like somebody needs to step up here so I kind of went through that phase of offering stuff supporting people people were very frightened I did all that and, and then and then a year ago, 11 months ago, today, virtually, um, I had a flood and mm, my whole yeah. world, I was challenged beyond belief. I mean, I won't go into it now, but I went through hell. I, I got rid of all my belongings. I was living in Airbnbs, in hotels and talk about talk about polarity, talk about being challenged you know talk about your triggers and your insecurities and yeah. your sense of no support and all of the things you know just came at me and it's only in the last three days that 
my place, which was my Pilates studio. So we also, I also, I'll stop talking in a minute because I want to hear. Oh no, keep going. You're all good. Keep going. (laughs) I also, sorry, prior to that, my Pilates studio at the back of my house, which had been my Pilates studio for twenty five years, I decided to close it, Mm. and I closed it mainly because all my clients were on a very different trajectory than I was I won't I won't I won't I won't I won't speak it out but when I said I'm going to close because of course my clients and you'll know this Sam because I know you teach Pilates as well but you know a lot of my clients were elderly a lot of them were sort of you know not disabled some of them were disabled but they were elderly you know maybe 30 percent were elderly they couldn't Mm. get on the floor to do zoom Mm. and I had teachers working for me and a lot of my clients wanted to come to me Uh, a lot of clients didn't want to do it on zoom a lot didn't want to get on the floor and couldn't do it so of course you know and then my client said don't worry we're all going to get vaccinated it'll be fine you can open the studio up and I just came to the conclusion, you know, that I, I didn't want to carry on. I thought my work in this world that I'm here to do, as much as I enjoy teaching Pilates, mm-hmm. and I'm still teaching yoga and Pilates, I thought there's more. Mm. Um, and then the more turned into, you know, some crazy shit. And um, it's been one hell of a journey. But it's all really turning around in the last couple of months that's amazing yeah it has been an incredible journey Sam seriously and Um, and I have to say that the turnaround happened when I did a three-day water fast nice interestingly very interesting I just want to ask you a couple of questions about um your last three years um so we have similar stuff that we do, I do Pilates and yoga, but I've also gone into natural healing since the last three years. And um, I just wanted to ask you like, so there's the stress and the insanity of the couple of years that we all experienced and went through in our own different ways. Yeah. Do you feel that the 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 flood then hit you harder because of your your nervous system was already challenged or do you just feel it was a natural progression of purging and letting go and and, and the necessary thing it's a great question it's a really great question because there are so many pieces to it and you know when when you when you trust that there is a divine order that everything is on purpose I mean you know for example I have tenants in my house so I'm living in this space now which is the living room of my house and a conservatory and uh, a very very sort of um soul sister friend asked if she could move in um i i didn't think it was a great idea we have had a very interesting soul journey together uh, of where she comes in and out of my life mm. for mm. a very long time um you know when when the the father of my babies died 30 seven years ago she was the 16 year old that helped me change their nappies and stayed Mm. at my house to change their nappies I mean there was a history Mm. yeah 
And without going into too much detail, she wanted to move in and she suggested I have a shower put in here. So she moved in and I was living in the studio and I felt like I had lost control of my place. Like I felt like if I would come home, I felt like I was being watched. And I, I just, as as much as the relationship was amazing, I, it, it gave me a chance to kind of come back into into me, into my power. You know, when I'm with another very, very powerful woman, um, it's interesting, mm-hmm. the dynamic. Um, and so I felt part of what happened was, I mean, I've had to pull away. I've had to pull away from that relationship. Um, I've pulled away from a lot of relationships in the last 12 months, a lot of very close relationships I have pulled away from even my eldest son who is 40 can't believe can't believe my son's 40 it's his birthday today isn't it no the younger one was 36 right okay 37 today Mm. 37 (laughs) um but my my eldest son I spoke to him this morning he lives up north um we don't talk a lot we talk maybe once every two two or three weeks you know Mm. um and he actually said to me, Mum, he said, you're too spiritual. He said, you just bring spirituality into everything. I don't like it. Wow. And um, that kind of makes me quite sad. And then I sort of relayed it onto another family member. And that family member said, well, yeah, you do. And I thought, okay, it's okay. It's okay. But I'm so tuned in. And again, I feel very emotional saying this because I'm so tuned in to that thing that's bigger than me that I've had to surrender all of my thoughts about me and who I am as a businesswoman, who I am as a, as a teacher, who I am as a a coach, all of those ideas I have about who I am or who I want to be in the last two months, like what has happened and the opportunities that have come my way have been quite magical and so profound that I know that regardless of what I think and regardless of how my finances have gone, because this whole year cost me so much money. Mm -hmm. I mean, so much money, my income, literally. I mean, I was teaching three Pilates classes a week online and that was it. I wasn't doing anything else. I had no tenants in the house. Well, I had one. And my income just went, and I haven't been like that since I was a widow. I mean, like... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or in, in in relation to, I suppose, everything's relative, really. But I really felt, and yet how things have turned around in the last few months, I think, wow, that was all on purpose. Like, that was all. So whatever the reason was, there were lots, to answer you, Sam, there were lots of things I could pull up on and say, well, that played a part, that played a part, that played a part. But it was all divinely orchestrated to to, to get the outcome to bring me where I am now. And it's interesting, Shakti, when you said, you know, like we at the start where you said, you know, we're all having to let go and surrender to really step into our our full essence of who we are and our full being. Yeah. Knowing that we are being guided by something so much bigger than us. Yeah. It, it's, it, you know, it sounds to me what's really screaming in my head is just about letting go and You've just let go, you know, that flood made you let go of all those <laughs> possessions that you had, you know, stripping you back to 
absolutely simplicity and and yeah just your bare bones and yeah. you know like and and also you know like the people I mean so many of us I mean me myself and Sam have had this conversation so many times about how many people we have lost in these last couple of years you know because yeah. of differencing and opinions and how nobody can speak their truth without being shouted down or being cancelled you know so it's it's really been um you know a letting go of people around us that aren't yeah. supposed to be walking this path with us right now and it sounds like you know your friend is a perfect example of that you know she comes into your life and then you go your separate ways and yes right now yes and we may well come back together again you yeah know? um yeah. yeah just yeah I mean just incredible you know clearly yeah clearly we're all creating everything all the time soul contracts are, mm. you know everyone is there on purpose so there's no blame there's no yeah you know blaming anybody for anything it's like we've invited it all mm. and when we really really get that then you know then then you're in the flow state and when you're in the flow state as you both know you know, even if your mind, I mean, it's fascinating. This whole inner work journey is just so fascinating because it kind of never, it never ends in a way because <laughs> because what I've learned is that, you know, life never stops throwing curveballs. You know? Yeah. You know, you think, that's it. I'm all sorted. For <laughs> a minute. <laughs> that's the thing when you're all sorted, you're like, right, what's happening next? <laughs> I'm just taking a breath. I'm appreciating it before something Yeah. And it's and it is actually I love this Shakti and I know we're all in, in quite a similar boat. So that letting go, Percy and I have just been doing a course with some beautiful women and we're really looking at identity death and and what it means to let go of all of these different areas you identify with and who are you without them. And it really and it's been it's been a, a bumpy old ride. Um but I think some of us are getting to the point where we can observe all of this. We can we can see the beauty that's potentially coming, but also experience the feelings at the same time and walk those two paths simultaneously, right? So the earthly yeah. path, the inner yeah. body and the embodiment path and the more spiritual path of looking at it like, okay, not the easiest thing to do in the world and still a work in progress. And I, sometimes I lose the fucking plot. But Yeah, but that's the point, Sam. That I think is the point like you've said it for me I haven't really named it but what you've just said is it is the recognition mm. that I am here having an earthly yeah. experience I have an ego I have my triggers I have my flaws I have my addictions whatever they might be you yeah. know I am a human fucking being you know yes 100%. and 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 this idea that we were we were sort of taught for so long all the spiritual bypassing stuff all the that love stuff. and light yeah oh god all of that stuff you know it's like we've all been living up to this ideology that how you how you're meant to be if you're spiritual and it's BS. It really it's is bullshit. Darling. It really is. It's a whole nother system in itself, isn't it? It's a whole <laughs> we spoke about that a lot. And it's, it's just yeah. a whole fucking system. Yeah, that realization in and of itself was another identity fucking death. Exactly. Like, oh man, I've been omming my way through this, and this is bollocks. Put <laughs> <laughs> so, your gratitude list down. <laughs> Do you know? I've got a funny story. I just remember this is this must be a, a this must be at least 10, 15 years ago. I was in Glastonbury. I think mobile phones were quite new. 
know when you. I think it was a bit a bit beyond the Nokia stage, but it was in that stage where, you know, like, and I had kids that were probably, I don't know how old they were, I don't know. Um, but I went on this weekend in Glastonbury and it just looked so amazing. It was right up my street. I thought, yeah, you know, the kids are now sort of growing up. I can go and do things with my life a bit now. So I went to Glastonbury for the weekend. I did this, this workshop and I got there and I was sitting, you know, in the living room waiting to start and I take my shoes off. I mean, we've all been to a yoga class for the first time, right? <laughs> you know, when someone new comes to a yoga class and they start giggling, you know, that, that giggle thing. Well, I suppose in a way, I at some level, I mean, I don't know if it's 20 years ago, it, it's going back, but I was kind of probably a bit spiritually immature in, a, in one way because I got in there and there were lots of people in there and and I put my, and I'd got a missed call from my son and I sort of phoned myself and said, no, I'm not on this thing, and I put my phone away. And... We sat there and nobody talked to me. Nobody talked to me. It's like I've been sent to Coventry. And I found out later on, it's because I had been disrespectful in the space and used my phone. And I said to my friend, who was a shaman, and, and actually we parted ways about 10 years ago, but she, she was a lovely friend and she was a very spiritual friend. Interestingly, at that time, one of the reasons I pulled away from her, this is quite interesting, was because I saw her egoic side. I saw the real her. You know, she'd written a book. She was a you know famous sh shaman, shamanic teacher. You know, she was up there with the rich and the famous and the princesses and the royalty and, you know, getting interviewed by all the top people. And yet the woman I saw was, was not that person. Yeah. And I couldn't handle it. It was weird. So that yeah. was in, that's just interesting in of itself. Yeah. Um, but she was the one very, very, very aware as well, obviously. And she was the one who said to me, wow, they they treated you like that. You know, how spiritual is that? You're such a beautiful soul. Do you know what I mean? And yet it's it not was, spiritual it was, at all. It was horrible. It was it was really not nice. So. Yeah, just this whole thing around how spiritual people, you know, are meant to be. So it's the yeah. spiritual superiority is one aspect of that. Like, and it's just not spiritual at all. And then, and just really interesting what you said there, Shakti, about seeing someone for who they actually are. And that's where we're coming into authenticity and seeing the, the veil lift off the guru type people that we've yeah. all followed and we've all got masses from but it's just like everyone is just human yeah. no one is this perfect no. meditating no. bombing like it's just not it's not true <laughs> and I it's honestly like I I've sat on the sofa for years like seriously chill out love go another party um so yeah I just I think we're all starting to realize that we can't follow the guru it is within and yeah. to express ourselves fully, yes, we're all doing our very best and we all have huge talents and skills, but we're also human and we also fuck up Absolutely. a lot of the time. Absolutely. Well, that's where it is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I'd just like to throw in, <clears throat> you mentioned guru. And I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to give you some breaking news. Is this the gurus. breaking news you've got? <laughs> well, it's only kind of happened uh, in the last sort of day or two. Wow. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if you. I don't watch Netflix, right? I I don't watch TV and I don't watch Netflix, so I've never really watched Netflix. But 
there's a there, there's a program. I don't know if it's one program, if it's a series. Um, I've never watched a series really in my life since I don't know. I don't know. I used to watch EastEnders about thirty. Can I years just ago. say I watch Netflix? It's my switch off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I've just had the studio turned into a booking dot com. Weird experience this week. They had people coming round before I'd even put the advert live. That's huh? how I've, I'm not surprised I've been ill this week, like the last few days, because I put the studio, which has taken eleven months to get fixed, like an Airbnb type thing. Yes. Right, gotcha. So I'm renting it out and I had people turning up at the front door. I didn't even know the advert was live. I was in Bedford looking after my friend's son and someone called me from the front door. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I've spent most of this week on the phone to booking.com in the Philippines or in China or in the Netherlands. Wherever, yeah. I mean, don't, I mean, this is what I mean about life getting in the way. <laughs> life just the stuff happening all the time um i forgot what i was going to say now what are you breaking news oh breaking my breaking news. news my breaking <laughs> news so so i got the studio already and i thought Do you know what my son was selling a flat screen tv and i said look i'm going to buy it off you because i think i'm going to put netflix in there because i think if people book in they i haven't got i mean i might even get an aerial and put a tv up there but or whatever it's called, an aerial thing. An aerial? I don't know how it works. I didn't even know how to turn Netflix on. I was going to myself, how do you do it? Oh, um, my God. Brilliant. So I couldn't believe he worked it all out, and I had to pay, and it was it was quite easy when he did it for me. Um, so we've got Net- I've got Netflix up there. Now, have you heard on Netflix, apparently, the one of the top shows at the moment is a documentary do you know about this no what's the documentary it's a documentary on twin flames oh, oh. have you heard of it no no, no i don't haven't so let me tell you the story about two years one or two years before lockdown it might have been one year before lockdown i'm in bali it was six years that we met in thailand because i was doing a heart circle Yes. Yeah, on on the retreat on uh, on um, beautiful oh, retreat, beautiful Indonesia. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. With what's Ollie and Denise? Ollie, Ollie, Ollie and Denise. Yes. So I think it was the following year, and every year I would sort of get into studying something new. You know, just doing a new therapy or a new course, or just you know, like people do. I don't do that anymore, but. Uh, I was sort of thought, right, well, you'll know why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> so I saw this this video on YouTube about twin flames and I started watching this couple and I was quite intrigued by them. And I was watching more and more and more of them. And then they said they'd got this course about how to become a twin flame uh, facilitator and coach. But it was also about your own journey, obviously, as well. Mm. And I want—I thought, well, I'd like to meet my twin flame if there is such a thing. You know, yeah. I know that a lot of people, for example, like Matt Khan, who's my favourite spiritual. I teacher, love Matt Khan. I love Matt Khan. Mm. He always talked about a soulmate being the twin flame and the twin flame being the soulmate. So I know people, you know, get the, there's different meanings. But yeah. the twin flame idea was that the soul has split on incarnation and and that if you meet your twin it's the other part of you and and yeah. so you'll and you will experience a lot of turmoil 
so you may not stay together so one will will, will go away and and I was just fascinated. I just I liked the vibe I was feeling. And I, I was offered a, a trial, a, a meeting with a, a woman called Summer, who was lovely. She was in London because it was quite an American thing. And she was so loving and so beautiful. And I was just drawn in. And I paid a good few thousand pounds. And I thought, I'm going to do the course. And while I was on the course, they said, right, we want to have, we're going to open up a special free container where those of you who are already coaches and stuff we're going to train you to to like be real like proper like like the next level of coach so you're not just in it to learn about twin flames and do the work yourself but you're gonna be coaching so I paid this money I did that I started doing the course there was loads of content there were live gatherings it was amazing and so I then I started had to join a little container with a, with about three or four of us, you know, in each one. So I, my my leader lady was a beautiful. She'd been a minister, an American minister, and she'd left the church and she was doing all this beautiful spiritual twin flame work now. And she was so eloquent and I learned so much from her. I learned so much about, you know, I've learned that with Christian Pankhurst with with the heart IQ, but it was really about, you know, finding the part of you that needs loving. And and I learned so much in my own coaching, how I was going to work with my clients. So it was really invaluable. Mm. And then what happened was I was watching some of the previous content that was part of the course. Stay with this, okay. So I started getting bells ringing, like started thinking slight red flags coming up around how they were sort of pulling in quite young people and sort of almost not pushing them into being twin flames, but it, something just felt a bit off. Now, this couple, Jeff and Shalaya, had met and were twin flames. And he, you could tell, had this presence, like he thought he was Jesus. Mm -hmm. But he was very intelligent and very wise and very connected and a very, very, very good teacher. But something was just off. And then one day we were watching, invited to watch the, the, the sort of marriage of this young girl and this young boy. And they were sort of your twin flames, you know. The, and you could see the uncomfortableness in these. You could feel it. I like can feel the weirdness of it all. Yeah. Something was off. Mm. So I was loving my private weekly sessions with this other teacher. And... I said something one week um, and I'd noticed a few times in the group when I typed something and I was being put down. I said something to this teacher and I said, I am not willing to call Jeff my guru. I'm sorry, because she started talking about him as the guru. And I said, I'm really sorry, but I'm not. He's not my guru. Mm. He's not my guru. And, do you know, I got kicked off everything. Wow. I got, I got kicked out of everything. Gosh. What then happened was I was about six months later, I had a letter, an email from America, from a court saying that you are being taken to court along with all these other people for def what, defamation of character and, yeah. you know, things that I mean, I hadn't really said anything. I think I might have put a few times that they're a bit weird and I think there's a bit of a cult going on. That's Yeah. Um, and then like, it was in America. It was like I hadn't 
really I was a bit I was pretty pissed off but I had sort of moved on so I had this uh, they're taking me to court I just ignored it I just completely ignored it and then a group started up on Facebook for victims of the cult okay god and there were a lot of I was so relieved to see that other people had had far worse experience than me anyway then about a year ago I had a phone call an email a phone call from a guy we're making a documentary about this couple being cult leaders will you be you know what's your story so I sort of told him my story I had three meetings with him on the phone would you be willing to come to America would you be willing to I said yes then what happened was somebody over someone else took over his role of the thing and I never heard from him again the next thing I hear on this Facebook group for, for victims it's only a smallish group is that they've made this documentary it's on Netflix and apparently I've just seen tonight I don't know if you know Anaya Sophia she's a lovely beautiful woman a spiritual teacher and she's just put a, a thing about it and I thought my god it's big on on Netflix I think it's like the most watched documentary on Netflix at the moment so wow. I'm actually interviewing several of the people who were on the documentary next amazing actually that's awesome yeah wow. yeah so are you are you interviewing them individually or as a group no like, I want gonna... to do I want to do a round table yeah yeah nice so, so that's nice. my little bit of breaking news I haven't told I haven't spoken about this because I don't know it just didn't it wasn't part it wasn't in my awareness but but now the documentary's out and and what they're saying in the group, like some of them are saying, I never gave them permission to say this. They've twisted this. But I think it does come. I, I, to be fair, I haven't paid a lot of attention to it, but I think it does come across that they are cult leaders. And that I think something will happen from this. Interesting. So I think everyone needs to watch this documentary. Mm, because absolutely. these people exist. Oh. And they they are pulling in innocent people. I mean, lucky for those of us who could see it was a cult. But especially now, because people, I mean, I think people are really, you know, like these predators, if you like, for want of a better word, yeah. are really rife at the moment because people are scared. You know, that people are living in yeah. fear right now and yeah. they're noticing people are vulnerable. Ah, yeah. we can put them in and Very. we can manipulate them and yeah so, yeah wow yeah Shut what a story up. hey what a story it's, it's really cool it's great that you're going to interview these people as well I can't wait to see that um, yeah but also it just reaffirms that these types of people are across the board in mm. every single type of community so from yeah. politics from yeah. the systems that we talk That's about right. from yeah. the spiritual side of things like they're in ab- churches everywhere yeah. So all of this divide and this fighting between groups just needs to stop and let's let's see what's really going on across the board in every single aspect of society. That's Absolutely. what that screams to me. It's just everywhere. And, and the fact that and also on, darling. putting people on pedestals, you know, like you said, Sam, you know, like it, it it's really come apparent that actually nobody is a guru and everybody's got an opinion. And, you know, it's about really going inwards, as you were saying, Shakti, you know, this inner, this inner work, it, it's, it's never ending. And it's, 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 it, it's like a continuous, continuous journey. But, you know, like getting to the point where 
you really do start to let go of all the bullshit. This is really, really important in yourself. This yeah. is really important what, what you're both saying, because this is about recognizing what sovereignty actually means. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And recognizing, and here's the thing that I would like to invite both of you onto my podcast show, which I've already mentioned with a with a few other people, with a few other coaches who I who I love very much. And talk about this experience of how can I put this? When we are, let me just think about how I'm going to say this, because I've I've just gone rather blank, which is quite interesting. Um in order to be sovereign, we have to listen to our higher calling mm -hmm. and our own, our own judgments and our own, what, what's that word when you sabotage, our own self-sabotaging, our yeah. own judgments around who we think we are not good enough. And, and they're not even conscious half the time. Like at the moment, I'm really now going to be working and I am working with my financial abundance you know and I'll just tell you I'm, I feel very blessed because one of my old clients who was an old Pilates one-to-one -one client he is a he's an entrepreneur and he's been offering me business mentoring mm. in return for one-to-one -one Pilates nice and this has made me see that when I first met you, I was floating around Thailand, you know, living the dream, um, teaching on retreats, you know, teaching in centers, yoga and Pilates. You know, I had an income Dr. coming Free Spirit in. Shakti, yeah, absolutely. I was doing it all. Yeah. Uh, I had people working in the studio. I had an income coming in. I had tenants in my house. I got it sussed. <laughs> what i see now and that and this just comes with you know with maturity and wisdom but what mm. i can see now with having the opportunity of working with riches and i'm getting a pa a, a va nice is that i can see now that on the surface it all looked great but every time i every march when i came back from traveling my bank account was like seven or eight thousand overdrawn mm. and i would spend the next nine months you know crawling my way back up trying to say to some of my teachers oh can i have a couple can i have a, can I have a couple of my classes back <laughs> <laughs> and and it was this continuous you know and 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 and, and just to give you an example that this is how i am and i know that I, my history is you know, my father was a Hungarian refugee. He was brought up on the streets, very poor, no shoes, couldn't afford the school dinners, living in one room with his aunt, his mother and father. Mm. We didn't know his father. His mother died when he was young, a couple of weeks after he met her when he was seven. So very tragic, you know. And, and so this sort of this kind of financial abundance thing has affected my four siblings in different ways. But I know for me and my sister... You know, what I've done over the years is I will offer somebody like a really reduced price for something and they'll, they'll, they'll pay it. And I say, oh, my God, that was amazing. And then they'll go and spend a thousand quid on someone else because someone else <laughs> is charging 10 times more money. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I, I, I can't. And then and then Richard said to me 
quite a few years ago, we started a business called Awaken to Business. And he said, like, you need to be charging not £60 an hour, but £660 an hour. And I'm like, I like, I just couldn't, I couldn't sit well yeah. with that. You know, and it's the same for a lot of us healer types. Although Richard will say otherwise, because there's a lot of healers earning. And then that whole thing around, you know, I watched someone on Facebook yesterday that's someone I've interviewed in the past. And he was sort of saying, oh, you know, we just need to give everything away for free, for free. And I get that. But with the money, I can do so much more. And if there is an abundant universe, that has to include money. So I'm really working now on my financial abundance blocks. Amazing. Um, And so that's, you know, that's a really, that's a really, you know, instead of doing another course this year or next year, I'm so coming back to me floating around Bali and Thailand. Now I feel like with a VA uh, and and, and, and if it works well, I will be plugging the head out of these VAs. Yes, absolutely do. um, Because he's got this amazing business that they're in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. I've been invited to go and teach yoga and Pilates in the Philippines nice. on, a re- on a retreat in March. Wow. And what I what I'm hoping for is that all the things that I'm shit at and crap at, like <laughs> um, yeah. all the stuff, the marketing, yeah. the newsletters, all the stuff that as people like us who are trying to, you know, we're trying to earn a living, we're trying to do our love, we're trying to speak from the heart and support people. We're natural sharers, we're natural leaders, we're natural teachers, all of those things. But, you know, we, we're we not stepping into the fullness of our true self because we have these limiting beliefs. Yes. And so coming back to your original question, which I can't remember what, what it was now, we have to drop this egoic idea about, where are where we're limited because we're not we're not we are limitless we are limitless and I know that you both know this knowing it and stepping into this greater version which we all understand and really this was the essence of what I when I invited you to, to to come onto my podcast with with a couple of other women that I know it's quite a theme for for me it's quite a theme. I love that you've brought this up, actually. This whole financial abundance thing, I'll speak for myself and then I know Kirsty will jump in, has been an ongoing thing. And it and it is for a lot of healer spiritual types that do just giving it away and feeling very uncomfortable. And just recently, um, there's a woman in the UK called Kate Bentley. I'm not sure if you've seen her. She's very into sovereignty. She actually will love her. Definitely check her out. I'll send you okay. her details. She's... Um, she used to be a barrister and she's very into sovereignty and just speaking amazing stuff. And I did a workshop with her and another beautiful um, woman about um, femininity and and wealth and, and being um, stepping into the feminine wealth rather than the masculine, which I think we're all very scarred by. Yeah. So it's how and how we work this out, because we we do we do require to step into it if we're going to get our message across and do all the wonderful things that we want to do, we require yeah. money and finances. Yeah. yeah. But I'm much like you, I've been floating around the world doing lots of courses <laughs> and, um, and it's now time, right? It's now time to stand and say, okay, 
you need yeah. people you're going to pay for the the work that we're giving um and then we will use that for what we're here yeah. for yeah. so it's it's just Absolutely. a different mindset and it's uncomfortable yeah. shakti this is not an uncomfortable it situation it is uncomfortable and that's why it's so powerful because it's not even in a way it's not even about the money or I mean actually I'm noticing even as I'm saying it I'm noticing <laughs> my own my own beliefs around money Absolutely. but it's not about the money it's about stepping into the abundance that's available to yeah. us isn't it yeah and that Absolutely. has to include money it's so it's and it still feels uncomfortable and still constricted yeah. beautiful exercise about how do you feel when you think about money and the constriction in my chest and the lack of breath when I was thinking about what money meant to me and the the tightness I was like damn I thought I was a little bit further ahead than this but no I'm still really in it right so yeah we just have to keep going and the more we can talk about this the more it will land in our nervous systems yeah. and enable us to expand ourselves Absolutely. through it. So yeah. I think it's really valuable. And, you know, I have a friend, one of my best friends is a naturopath in Harley Street. And, you know, she's just like the other end of the spectrum in the financial department. You know, it's like she just took me to Italy last week for four days. I said, what's the budget? She said there isn't one because she wanted me to find somewhere. She found somewhere in the end. You know, we just went to the best restaurants and it, it, it's just like, you know, and we, we, we went in a shop and, you know, there's a jumper. I saw, that's nice, 350 quid. Yep, she bought it. You know, I bought a jumper the other day because I got my first book and I thought, right, you know, I chucked all my clothes out in the flood. Uh, I've chucked so many things out. Um, I mean, like a, like a lot of stuff because I was frightened of black mould. I had this real fear. I probably overreacted, but... Uh, you know, I spent 55 quid on a jumper the other day and it was like, shall I or shan't I? I stood in the queue at Zara. Shall yeah. I, shan't I? Shall I? No, I won't. There's a long queue. That's a sign. I won't buy it. Then I went back in and bought it. I like this jumper. I'm going to have this jumper for 50 pounds. So you find yourself justifying it and selling it to yourself <laughs> and the justification that you have to go through to just make that bloody purchase. It's ridiculous, isn't it? But, uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, and again, it's it's not about... I don't know, like she says, it's like money's abundant. Like just it's there for, for the taking. You know, so I'm trying to I'm I'm really like I, I'm really keen to see how having this VA, and of course the other thing with having the VA is that I have got to be more focused because I'm mm. really good at floating around. Mm. <laughs> I'm quite lazy. I'm quite lazy, believe people go, you're always busy. I said, yes, yeah, sometimes I'm busy just avoiding people so that I can relax. <laughs> you know, just leave me alone. <laughs> but having a VA, you're going to have to get focused. You're going to have to get organised. I'm going to. They, they want work. They want to work because, yeah, know, they want to stuff from you. You two, yeah. are, am I right in thinking you've both been corporate from a corporate world or not? I'm from teaching background, so right, teaching. not really, no, although no. I have stepped back in the classroom at the moment and it's very corporate, the school I'm at, because it's it's linked to sort of five other schools and right. I'm really seeing the corporate side of it. So that's right. kind of my background, but Sam... For me, I was in fashion retail and then I had my own florist business in London. So I wasn't corporate, but I had corporate clients for 10 years. So I was very right. much in their world and mm -hmm. performing 
right. for them. So yeah. In fact, I've just remembered on I think it's still on my website, but all that's changing. But I think you two gave a testimonial for my heart. Oh, for your circle. heart circling. And I've got amazing. a funny feeling. I mean, it, I'm sure it might still be on the on the website. Um that was that was amazing that that was please pull it up please yeah, pull it up I, I will we'll post I, it because yeah, be I will really, it would be a great reflection to see what we said and how far we've come as well that's yeah. that's awesome I, love I know we've both had such a great time with you it was just yeah, yeah it was amazing yeah it, it was it, it it was it's I've loved watching you from that because you really were like eyes wide open ready to you know, it was a great retreat and, and and the heart circle was great. And you were like, yeah, I'm ready. And you've both, yeah. you've both taken that action that so many people don't. So many Thank people you. don't. Thank you. I'll appreciate you saying that. Uh, yeah. Because we don't are... feel, I, I mean, some are probably to say the same, but I personally don't feel like I've taken yeah, but, the action, but I've not got anywhere. Do you know? Yeah, but this is this is the limiting belief. This, this is what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know exactly. This is what I'm talking about, and I actually feel because the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, which I'm now sharing on your podcast, is like I feel like we need to pull together a community of, of women like us, men yeah. or women, women. I don't know, so that we can support each other. Yeah, that would because be we're beautiful. all going through this very similar things. Yeah, at this time. Yeah, and absolutely. so for you to for you to say that, Kirsty, shows that because I can see it, and again, it's this it's this same thing, isn't it? That we have to let that go. Yeah, to go to the next level, hundred percent. Yeah, because you know? when you said that, exactly, it made me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, oh my god, what if she finds out that actually <laughs> I do exactly, and it's this imposter syndrome. syndrome. <laughs> exactly. I was once standing about 20 years ago. I was standing in boots and I was in boots of all places because <laughs> you don't go into boots for chocolate. But I was in boots and I was looking at the chocolate. And this woman came up to me. She said, What are you doing looking at chocolate? What? <laughs> what? You, you know, and I mean, unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy, like how we all have these ideas about how we're meant to be. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we're definitely letting go of those. Like we're teaching others to look back at what they've done, how far you've come, celebrate, etc. But it still creeps in, like, oh, have I done enough? Yeah, have I progressed enough? And I mean, when we look at our journeys, because we know the evidence is there, we are doing freaking amazingly. Oh, with gosh. everything that's been going on right mm -hmm. but there's still this niggling doubt and it is such a deep program and what I really like is now when I'm teaching I'm admitting that I am still in it and I'm with you I have all of this we're working on it together instead mm -hmm. of coming from that place of I'm the teacher I know best and no yeah. one's going to catch me looking at chocolate in boots right <laughs> so <laughs> and how liberating is that though Sam Shakti it's beautiful how liberating is it and going I ain't got this figured out. And do you know what? I get this wrong too. And I fall down and I have a good cry yeah. and I need my friends around me to sometimes pick me up off the ground. It's so freaking liberating because I yeah. went through so much time, you know, because everybody was like, oh my goodness, Kirsty, you, you must be so amazing at what you do. Oh, you're just so positive. So I was that fake positivity for so long. <laughs> you know, like on the outside, I was just there like, yeah, I've got my shit together. I'd go home and literally cry and be on the phone to Sam going, uh, 
and it was and it was hard work to be yes. that it is exhausting. I've watched Kirsty, I have watched you trans just so you know, I have watched you transform from being the sort of positive, you know, coach. And I've seen you become more and more authentic over the last mm. couple of years. I, I've seen it. So oh, so you. don't even doubt yourself. Yeah. Because I have seen it. And mm. you know, sometimes that's the only way we can see it is to yeah. not see it. And that's why we need to, we really need to come together because the majority of people, look at you, you've got a podcast show. Most people don't. Most mm. people don't take that step. They, they 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 haven't got the courage or the self-belief. There's too much, you know, of this whole idea that, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm blah, 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 blah. It's just not true. None of it is it's true. It's not true. But I just want to mention the voice that came in. Well, it took bloody long enough, didn't it? That <laughs> just was, popped that in. Exactly. I'm just like, chill out, love. Go, go on, off your pop. Enough now. I'm doing all right. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. People <laughs> don't, pe sorry, people don't realise. I was interviewing people. I was on a, I was invited. I was, I was being interviewed on a local radio show. And halfway through, the guy on it said, you're really good. Would you like to co-host the show with me? So I started co-hosting the show with him. Amazing. And I really loved it. It was called Inspired Talk. And we were doing this sort of stuff. And it was just about the time when, I mean, this is, everything sounds so old-fashioned now, doesn't it? But it was just the, the time when people were starting to do more of their sort of interviews on YouTube, mm. you know. Um, so I started interviewing people on YouTube and I had I paid someone to do the photography and everything. As it happened, the whole damn YouTube channel was taken down. I no remember that chapter. Oh, I worked so hard. I was teaching yeah. all over the world. I was in Australia. I had so many videos on there. Yeah. The whole thing mm. wiped off, never to be seen again. I thought, fucking hell, yeah. how dare you? My mm. life's work is gone. Like, yeah. wow. how shitty is that? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like pretty yeah. damn it's shitty. Like, it's like slap in the face. There you go. Start again. Hours and hours of work. And I just thought, oh, for God's sakes, you know, I've got to do this again. So, so I did start interviewing people again. But then I went through, like, I think the whole of lockdown, certainly probably a year or two before that as well. Like, I'd do a few interviews, but... I just felt, and also, of course, turning 60. I mean, I, I'll throw that into the bag. Let's throw that one into the pot as well, shall we? You know, turning 60, it's like, well, you know, I've got a dog. I'm getting, you know, like, I don't need to work now because I've got tenants in the house. So I'm not striving for the money because I thought I was quite well off, you know, because like I've only got a very limited cap as to where how much I can earn. So, you know, yes. I'm pretty well off and... I'm 60 and the dog needs walking twice a day. And, the, and and like this whole weird thing in lockdown and I was having fun and, you know, I don't know what happened really, but I, I noticed that I lost the confidence to ask people if I could interview them. Mm. That takes a lot. That takes a lot. You know, people don't realise that people like you both and myself it does take courage to, yeah. to step towards what you know you love doing because the um, reason you love doing it is because you're meant to be doing it. Yeah. That's why you love doing it. We love sharing. We yeah. are just natural sharers. We're natural. Yeah, I can I can really relate to that because I did conversations with Kirsty for quite some time. 
and absolutely loved it and just I just it was just like this it just felt so comfortable mm. and just so happy doing it mm. and then um I won't say who but somebody said to me Kirsty how are you monetizing this and then I went into absolute meltdown mode of going oh my god I don't know how to monetize it so I stopped because I was like well what's the point I'm not making any money from it stop even though I was absolutely loving him, and it's filling me up. Mm. And then a long period of time went by. Mm. And then myself and Sam talked about doing the podcast and we procrastinated on it. And then I was like, oh, I love interviews. Let's do it. So I ended up doing a radio show with my beautiful mm. friend, Kelly. And I got to a point where I could not, I got really embarrassed about asking people to come on as a guest. Luckily, Kelly was like, oh, it's <laughs> the world. And she brought the world on. And I was like, thank goodness for Kelly, because I got I got so I lost my confidence, like you say, in asking yeah. people because I didn't feel like it was a big enough platform. How are they going to monetize it? All this. Yeah. All this was going through my head. So, yeah, I can totally yeah. relate. Yeah. And then there's the whole tech side of it. I mean, I'm not techie at all. <laughs> not techie at all. My son, bless him. <laughs> you know, yes, I'm paying him, but, you know, he's helping me to do the techie side of it because mm. I don't think it's such a big thing properly it's such a big thing because this is what collaboration is all about right so Kirst and I we started we had shits and giggles for a while which is another mm. little talky thing we did on Instagram just as we were sort of like playing about and stuff yeah. when I had my ex-plant and all that sort of time and then this has all sort of happened we just basically had a conversation let's do a course together because both of us were just so frustrated with ourselves that we had so much so know, let's just do a course. We just weren't doing anything. Exactly. And now that has snowballed into podcasts, into courses. In we've got an app. We're we're doing a festival next May. Like it's just just from taking that one step, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the tech side yeah. of it's really interesting. I'm okay-ish. Kirsty is shit. Let's just be honest. But then Kirsty's <laughs> husband Ian is now on board with us, and he's taking care of that back office stuff. Fantastic. So we've got the three of us all gelling and it really is that collaboration and we have to reach out and delegate this stuff because otherwise nothing gets done. Yeah. You know what I love? You know what I love about what you're sharing? Sorry. So that's all right, my darling. Just like focus on what our skills are, do those and then leave the other stuff to someone else and just let it go because yes. it'll yes. take me three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And what, what I loved about your share for, for anyone who's listening to this or watching this is can you see how in the last 10 minutes we've gone from the fear mm. into the wow this is so exciting it's all coming together we're collaborating things are happening things are moving forwards mm. we have to acknowledge both this is duality yeah. this is polarity this is this is being human and if we don't feel this fear and don't feel it you know how can we springboard into something greater you absolutely know, which is ultimately what the heart circles are about it's about you know going into your going into feeling what's moving in you you know what are you thinking what are you feeling how's your physical body speaking to you mm. and being and be able to express that in front of people right yeah. and that's literally what we do this is such a beautiful round circle that's just happened we've come back to polarity mm. and feeling both sides and actually just by talking it's all naturally come about right so yeah. it's yeah. It, it, we just have to speak to each other and be open yes. and authentic 
yeah. to allow us to process this stuff and come to a place of moving forwards. It's just mm. beautiful. Yeah. I loved how you didn't have a plan in particular, you know, I, that's how I work, you know, just, yeah. just to express, just to have space where we can just express. And there's a natural, you know, there's a natural circle beginning ending yeah. that just happens yeah. when we're in that flow that's the feminine absolutely it's, oh i love it it's yeah and oh, we're just feeling this more and more every time we do these right it just it feels very natural and it's just flowing so shakti we always ask this at the end our um, we're rise tribe so we have four pillars um for rise so i just want to ask you what does the word rejuvenate mean to you or bring up for you oh wow I did a I did a retreat uh, in Portugal. It's the last retreat I organised myself, and it was about six years ago. It was before lockdown. No, it was it was probably a year before lockdown, about four years ago. I don't know. And uh, I invited um, a friend of mine, Shakti Sundari, to come on and teach on the retreat as well. And we came up with a name. And she wanted to throw in the word rejuvenate. Mm. And so was it that retreat or was it another one? Anyway, the point being, when I hear that word, it's the word I didn't think of that someone else put into the name of the retreat. Interesting. <laughs> so that is what that word brings up for me. It's like the, the it was the missing word. It was a nice word to use and then after that no it wouldn't have been that retreat it would have been an earlier retreat because after that I always tried to or I always made a point of putting in the word rejuvenate into my retreat so that's what that's wow. my mind yeah nice that's my story I've always got a story maybe I didn't connect fully with my own truth around the word but the, the head the story came in mm. note so if you mm. if you were to connect fully that with your good, truth uh, yeah, if you were to oh, connect with your truth, let's go deep. What does rejuvenate mean to you? Oh, you know, I can go so deep and I've got goosebumps. I'm going to a bit of a hot sweat now because I feel like all eyes are on me. <laughs> I feel like my whole adult life has been one constant rejuvenation mm -hmm. after a death and another rejuvenation that's how that word hits Beautiful. my heart. oh i feel it as well yeah thank you for going there darling that's lovely yeah and thanks for your vulnerability as well shakti it's yeah. really beautiful to just witness thank you amazing so the second pillar is i for inspire what does that bring up for you shakti inspire is again i have to go into the story don't i because that's what i do i'm a teacher mm. <laughs> i'm throwing it back for people to learn something let me mm. take it inward well inspire is a very very powerful word for me it's a word i love and you know the first thing i did was just take a breath in and i cannot operate in this world in alignment in integrity unless i am inspired like for me mm. inspiration is breath it is life mm. it precedes everything i do 
unless it's ironing. And yet even now, <laughs> even now, ironing, I in I can't believe it. I've been ironing, I've been had this little cold thing for the last few days. I've been ironing today and I ironed yesterday because I've got these people and a few Airbnb, or I haven't had Airbnb for ages, but I had a pile of ironing sheets and I've been ironing. And I quite like that. So I obviously found the inspiration to watch something on YouTube and iron. So yeah, inspiration is a very powerful word for me, a very important word. Mm. Beautiful. I love that you're finding inspiration in ironing. It's just brilliant. <laughs> I've never, brilliant. I have <laughs> never, ever ironed in my life. I think when the kids had school shirts about 30 years ago. I don't even iron them. <laughs> I know, right? I don't iron anything while I'm in the humid humidity, so I don't need to. But um, oh, what was I going to say? I think we know we've made it in in spiritual terms when we're inspired by ironing. <laughs> That's what I think. We're, we're there. We don't need to do anymore. Trust me, it's taken me to get to sixty two to even pick up the iron. And because my finances have been so bad, because I've been doing Airbnb, I've had to iron the fucking sheets. Okay, and it's, it's, it's bringing inspiration. So do you know what? Lap it up. Exactly. Too funny. Oh, exactly. Too funny. I love it. Thank you for that one. Okay, our third pillar is strengthen. So what does that make you feel or mean to you? I think what it means to me is After my husband died, my first husband, I became a Pilates, uh, I became an aerobics teacher. And I became very strong and very muscly. I've got a photograph of me, you know, with my muscles out and my two boys with their heads at my shoulder. They were early teens or probably 11 and 14, something like that. I was in the local paper and I was strong. What was the word strength strengthen yeah yeah and when you said that just now and i really kind of went into what that means to me and my business was called fit from within <sighs> and i realized after several years of doing personal training um in the sort of late 80s and and, and aerobics i realized that it wasn't all about the strength you know in fact i had ptsd um it was it was about an inner strength mm. that you could connect with when you were vulnerable actually so my whole journey has been you know mind body spirit yeah and when you said it just now there was a new layer a deeper layer a deeper level of a connection to that word strength like just to like i said to my son it's my son's 37th birthday today 36 37 I don't know 37 um and he said something to me in the car today it's like both my sons have said something quite profound to me today and I don't talk to them every day but my my youngest son said um he said something and I said Matt I said I said if you knew what I've been through in this in, in my life I think it's because we were talking about his birthday he never knew his dad because he was five months old when his father died mm. and um actually it was at my sister's we were talking about um we were talking about <laughs> we oh my, my 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 
my brother and my aunt and my nephews and nieces have, have been on a cruise and they were they went to the Vatican. We were just talking about Catholics and they were showing me photographs of the Vatican and and I was going, oh, you know, where's all the like I was just having a joke, you know, like going a bit, you know, underground with all the sort of yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> We know what you're saying. And um, I actually said that, I said, well, Matt, I said, your father, now my my husband, my son's father, was a punk. He was the only punk in Perth when I met him. The wow. only punk in Perth. The <laughs> only punk in Perth in <laughs> 1982. Oh, how cool. Um, Australia. In Australia. That's where I met my husband. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Gosh. So he had a blue Mohican. <laughs> and he had a kilt and he had DMs and my father took one oh, right. and said, Elizabeth is going out with a with a woman in a skirt, you know, a boy in a skirt, you know, and he absolutely <laughs> like. Um, but anyway, Steve, my my first husband, was, you know, was a punk and, and he was a lost soul, basically. Mm-hmm. His mother had died. He was one of five brothers, and his mother had died from cancer. And he left home because he was they were five boys were taken on by the aunt and uncle and they were very strict and so steve left home very young and was traveling around australia with a with a bag and he trained as a priest and he was abused by the catholic priest and i brought this up so something was said in the car on the way home and i just said to my son you know if you had any idea of what i went through when you were young because he made a joke about something and I didn't I didn't take it as a joke I said actually what I've been through has been incredible Matthew you have no idea because my son doesn't like to know a lot about what happened you know there was a lot went on so I don't know where that all came from I'm just pouring it all out this is you know strength this is strength this isn't mm. this isn't strength, you know. I do want to tone up a, a bit because I know that we need to keep our muscle mass as we get older, but I don't want to tone up to 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 go bulky and I don't want to be the strong strong. I just want strength, you know. Core strength, yeah. Pilates is amazing, you know. But strength, Beautiful. real strength, is something beyond the physical. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love where you go with these, Shakti. Yeah. So the final pillar for rise is e for elevates elevates that's an interesting one e for elevate i like your questions they're rather rather these are the only four questions that we've got planned (laughs) (laughs) i I like them they're good but elevate it's funny that word doesn't resonate the same as the other three for me Hmm. um elevate oh god thinking of an elevator um (laughs) I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of radiate, ra- radiance. So I, I, I'm connecting the word elevate. Like elevate means go up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of sort of going up, um, but also kind of going out. So it becomes nice. quite radiant. Mm. So that's what I'm getting with that. And I'm seeing both of you radiate. And I have been for the last half an hour. It's like I'd love to sit in circle with you both again. Oh my goodness. We'll have to do that, definitely. Um, Love to do that. Yeah. Well, um, 
it will either be well, in the UK maybe next summer or if I can get you both out to Mexico obviously there is that option we can do it online darling we can do it and online, online. we can definitely oh, do online absolutely yeah. but it would be so great to do it in person as well oh, so we'll just put that out to the universe and see what put happens out to the there. universe and in the interim we can do an online do you know online, I've, I've, I've done a series I've done quite a lot of heart circles online they're pretty powerful isn't it amazing oh, let's do one. who knew let's do one let's definitely do one yeah. but um but who knew we could have this connection online Mm. So one of the biggest gifts of the last crazy three years for me Absolutely. has been has been this. So, Absolutely. yeah, really, really I, I said to somebody the other day, I said, you know, I've, I've just I've got a handful of friends now. They don't all live locally anymore. Mm. So a handful. I mean, I've, I've got friends, but all that my normal close people, uh, I still love them, but they're just not. I've just I've just resonate. I've just doinged away, you know, just yeah. moved away. Um, and you know my people are online. Most of my people mm. are online. Uh, no, you know? I think both we both agree with that, don't we? And both experiencing that ourselves. Yeah, look at you. Absolutely. You're in Mexico. Sam Kirst is in. Where are you, Kirsty? Manchester. Manchester. Mm. You see? Mm. Yeah, we're we're all over, and it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Wow. So Shakti, how can everybody else? We're connected, but how can everyone else connect with you? Well, where can they find you? Well, I'm going to, I'm sort of rebranding at the moment. So I've got nothing, I say I've got nothing going on. That's not true. Um, I've got a website. I don't know how long it'll be that website, but it's riseshakti.com. Okay, great. Um, yeah, riseshakti.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Shakti Kali Kaloxi. People can connect there on Messenger. Wonderful. I've got a YouTube channel, Shakti Kali Kaloxi. Um, we we will pop all of those in the show notes so people can find you. And uh, we must do another one. We've I feel like we've got so much more to talk about. This is I want to hear more magical. about the water fast. I tried one. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, you did. You're amazing. I did 48 hours or 40. Yeah. Amazing. And I've watched you in your cold, doing your cold stuff and all that. You're amazing. I love cold days. Yeah. Yes. I love them. I haven't done them for years, but I also love oh, them. Get back in there, Shakti. It's, oh, yeah, you know, you know the results and the feeling from it. So let's do another one. Yes, let's, let's do another do one. Another and one. I want to get you on mine as well. And oh, I'm so time. We're ready. I'm so glad we've connected because it's, it, it, you know, there are certain people online that you know that, that we're resonating with we all know we are resonating yeah but we know we will come together at some point but it's just Absolutely. taking that little bit of action isn't it to just make it happen Absolutely. it is I mean it's all about divine timing but actually you still have to take the action as well yeah completely <laughs> you can't just sit back and visualize can you exactly oh. that yeah what you mean my Tell soulmate it. isn't going to come and knock on my door <laughs> unfortunately not <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, this has been oh, so so good. Oh yeah. Thank you so Thank much, you. darling, for joining us. This Thank you. Good. I've yeah, really enjoyed connecting with both of you, and just you know, just to connect with your eyes, like I feel like I'm sitting in circle. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. I loved it. And uh, thank you to everybody that's listened as well. And please connect with Shakti on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and every other every other portal there is to uh, connect yeah um, yeah oh, brilliant thank, thank you so you. much Jackie, and thank you for just your vulnerability as always yeah. oh, thank you. you for sharing the stories 
so good so we'll see you in the next episode and watch this space Shakti is going to be back thanks so much everyone and the interview as well love you (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>